0: Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Are you ready for the bullshit? Are you ready to laugh? Then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Wolf Pussy Monologues podcast, your weekly wolf pussy therapy. Broadcasting from our studio in beautiful Los Angeles. And now, here's your host, Max. What it is, how you feeling, how you living, how you being? Welcome to another episode of Wolf Pussy Monologues. We in the motherfucking Wolf Den once again, my Wolf Pack friends. Today's episode, I got some culture in the building, God damn it. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. See, y'all thought the Wolf Pack was all about just being all rough and raggedy and shit. But nah, we got some culture in the motherfucking building this motherfucking Wolf Den today. You understand know what I'm talking about? Today I got a special guest. Yes, I do. I got a special guest in the the Wolf there today, y'all. Motherfucker fashion designer. You ain't even understand it from the ground up. Y'all don't even know how to do that there, you know what I'm saying? You don't even know what's up with that. Man, please let me introduce the lovely, the talented, the multifaceted, Miss. Tiffany Reese. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to the Wolf Den this evening, honey. I'm so glad to have you.
1: Oh, I'm so happy to be here. This is awesome.
0: Well, thank I just, you. I, look,
1: I just want to let you know that I'm very proud of what you're doing. Uh, I'm I'm happy that you found your niche. Aw, so
0: Well, pip, pip, and cherry on you too. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> she is celebrating black entrepreneurship off up in here. Uh,
1: yes. You understand
0: know what I'm saying? And and
1: just know, you guys, that I've been in this with her for 34 years in counting. So you well, are actually that. thirty-seven because we met when we were five. We didn't we didn't become best friends until seven years old.
0: Seven motherfucking yeah. years old. So if you didn't so. know how to be a motherfucking backup, how to stick round around a <laughs> motherfucking shit without being made to nigga, that's what best friend. That's what that do. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know how y'all be having best friends and shit. You got seven of the motherfuckers <laughs> and shit. And y'all all met yesterday. What the fuck is that about? I don't know. But we all different whatever move right along move right along yeah you know i'm saying got my bestie in the motherfucking building we're gonna talk about some shit about this fashion motherfucking design in the industry okay for sure all right sure. boom before we get into it though i gotta know something most people don't know about you it's one of my favorite questions for my favorite people
1: okay so most people don't know before I decided to become a fashion designer, I actually was going to be a cartoonist. I was going to get into animation. But once I experienced <laughs> the stuff that I was going to have to do in that industry, that's when it all changed my mind because I went out to uh, New York at the age of 16 to work with this guy, Bill Davis. He worked for Nickelodeon mm. and... Um, I had did this flip book for him and he was like, oh, you know, you did so well with the flip book. He was like, how about, you know, you do some drawings for some animation clips. And so I was like, all right, cool. So I drew about 52 pages worth of artwork from a person moving from one side of the page to the next and balloons folding up in the air. He turned it into (laughs) a video and it came out to six seconds. And I Mm. said, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to be sitting Mm. up here drawing like a thousand pages. That's a lot of work for one goddamn show (laughs) work. Just to do a 30-minute cartoon, I was like, I'm going to have to draw like a thousand pages of artwork. And I was like, yeah, nah. So when I came back to LA, I was just like, yeah, maybe I need to go into fashion design. I can dig it. And that's how it came about.
0: I can dig it. So what does fashion mean for you?
1: Fashion for me means freedom of expression you don't have to always be put in that box you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. all the the things that people say you know dealing with fashion you have to stay in a certain color range or a, a certain silhouette bracket or instead of putting people in a box mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i say just let them be
0: it's a freedom to let them be where the hell they are yeah I can dig that. Yeah. What do you love about being a fashion designer?
1: Being able to take some fabric and being able to sculpt it into something. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun. Like always being a creative and being innovative because a lot of times it's not that you're creating something from scratch. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you're taking something that already exists and just make it better. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I can dig it. I can dig it. Who and or what's your inspiration when you're creating a design? Like, what are you thinking about? What what drives you to hit the drafting table? Like, okay, this is what we're doing.
1: Oh, you can be inspired. Expi- well, for me, I'm ex- inspired by a lot of stuff. It, it can be me being out in nature or me seeing a certain design of architecture, structures, or shoot, even a car. It's a lot of different things that you can be inspired by. Um, even the stuff that you see on the runway You mm. know Of other people's designs So it just all depends I don't know You can get inspired just by The fabric that you pick mm. So Damn
0: Just the texture can make you just create a whole God damn Yeah That's a whole different type of brainwave right there pimp. <laughs> Shit <laughs> So, like, according to you, you know, what are the skills necessary to become a successful fashion designer? Because a lot of people out here, they call themselves designers, but... I, You know what, honestly, yeah. it's consistency. Mm-hmm.
1: Seriously, like, you just got to be consistent. I can't say that I'm in a realm of I made it yet, but I think being consistent has gotten me this far. So, I say just keep on
0: keeping on. I can on. dig it. I can dig it. Wow. How do you stay updated with the trends and the new shit that's happened in the industry? Looking at the people, looking
1: at, you know, high-end brands, seeing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But really, you just have to look at what's around you, you know what I'm saying, and how people are expressing that. What's in stores, what the color forecast is, um, what type of silhouettes are out there. It's all in the culture, you know, you can see it every day.
0: How would you define your own personal
1: style? Right now, I think I've been more in the at leisure, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> streetwear type of vibe. Mm-hmm. I'm totally into comfort now. When before, you used to catch me in heels mm. all the time.
0: Mm. Um, now, how do you how do you deal with that crippling pain that comes after wearing heels and doing <laughs> dancing type moves and shit? Because just recently I had an event where I had wore some Hills and I quite frankly I thought my fucking balls in my feet were going to fucking fall off I mean I soaked I cried I prayed you know I meant I was just I was done I said okay so I gotta go buy some more feet this is crazy you know I was looking good but damn the balls in my feet was just like bitch you was too damn fat or whatever the fuck your problem is to be walking on your tippy toes <laughs> all goddamn night dancing and she, who the fuck told you that was okay. You know, that was everything I got from wearing heels. So how, I asked you, how did you keep from I don't know, buying new feet. Oh, man. When you, you know, putting on them shoes and shit. like why see, we got to be- see,
1: the secret is is that when you do go out, you always have slippers. Mm. You always have slippers with you. Designer mm. slippers. It could be matching your outfit or whatever if you're that conscious of what you're wearing mm. on your feet. Mm-hmm. But
0: have on some slippers. Girl. Do not think... You know what I'm saying? I didn't get the memo because I thought I was doing I thought the henny that gave me strength. That's the magic trick for me (laughs) Mm. I didn't feel none of that shit till the next three fucking weeks after. Like, wow, did I have a baby in my feet? This is crazy. Anywho, mm, let's move this right along. Lord have mercy. Jesus. We got to pray for the feet Mm because I'm scared. I was scared. I can't put no motherfucking heels on. That shit happens after foul. The hell. Mm-mm. Mm, mm. So I've experienced all of that. Girl, it's craziness. <sighs> so exactly what led you to becoming a fashion designer? When you can you give us a snippet of that journey?
1: Oh man, like my journey was kind of interesting because I I did a lot of internships before I actually stepped foot in the industry. Let's see. Getting into the industry, like I have done work on a film. I was assistant wardrobe stylist. I was able to get that internship through my academics director when I Mm. was at the Art Institute in my fashion design program. So that was pretty cool. That was my foot in the door. Mm -hmm. Then I started working with celebrity stylists for almost a year. It was like different ones that I was like bouncing back and forth from I ended up working for a product development company downtown Mm -hmm. Um, learned a lot in that field Mm -hmm. uh, because you know how to go from design to production Mm -hmm. and so you see that whole process and and how to cost everything out and you see the grading and marking being done the Mm -hmm. you know uh, sample patterns and Uh, sample garments and so I learned a lot working at that company for about five months or whatever Mm -hmm. then after that I worked retail for a short period of time damn how did
0: that feel looking at that ugly shit and knowing (laughs) that shit looks better than that shit (laughs) Oh my God, I know that one just like, oh, I just want to throw up on y'all shit. Oh my God. Uh,
1: no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can tell me. But <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, to
1: be all honest though, you know what I'm saying? You do feel a certain type of way when people's stuff come out and you be like, ugh, this is This what we're doing? Yeah, because you always think like, damn, if they able to make it, why can't I make it? You know what, Who what you? I'm saying?
0: Who you
1: know <laughs> shit. It's like, I'm not knocking the next person in their hustle. Make your money. But I would be like, if they could do it, I definitely right, can right, do this. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know.
0: Who the fuck you know? Because like, that's burlap sack shit you just came out <laughs> with, nigga. That, that look like it itched. This is stupid. This is fucking stupid right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to leave that right there. Some yeah. of this shit don't make no damn well, sense. Yeah.
1: True. None. Like True. None.
0: True indeed. True indeed. But Hey, like, no, there's no place that exists on the planet where you will wear some of the shit that's on the fucking runway.
1: Well, I mean, because no, some of the stuff on the runway is really art pieces. Like, okay, prime example. Is that what it is? Yeah, prime example that I used to think like all of his stuff was just straight up artwork that belonged in a museum was um, Alexander McQueen. Mm. When I mean like from his prints, his his textiles. Like, everything mm-hmm. he chose, like, even the design of his shoes mm. per collection. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, but see, I'm more of a Valentino type mm. of designer because mm-hmm. I love doing evening wear, but I'm monochromatic. Mm-hmm. And that's, if you ever watch Valentino's runway shows, you will see that he sticked with the same color, different silhouettes.
0: Mm-hmm. Bomb as fuck. Man. I love it. So. That's heavy. Why do you think the fashion industry is so cutthroat? Because people
1: don't think that it's enough out here for everybody. So maybe that could be the case because I feel like we all can make money out here. Mm -hmm. So it shouldn't be a cutthroat type of business, but Mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's weird because there's enough asses to cover. I don't know what the fuck are fighting for. It's just stupid. Like, there's a whole lot of motherfuckers I know need some goddamn. I need some goddamn clothes. Oh Shit. my
1: god! That's the benefits of being a designer, though. I love the fact that I could just make the stuff that I don't see in the stores. Mm-hmm. Like most of the time, I just make it myself and fit it to my body. So that's the plus side of being.
0: Hell yeah! I wish I was A seamstress, to, girl. <laughs> I can't even put a patch on the motherfucking shirt. Used to work for a fucking uniform store. Now you know that that's an eight shit type of shit right there. Oh man! Okay, oh, so I remember it. I remember back you. In the gap. Oh,
1: isn't that when that whole incident happened? Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We ain't gonna talk about yeah. that shit, Lord. That yeah. I, I have to go back to court anyway. <laughs> boom. Moving right along. <laughs> shit, not the thing. You ain't gonna get me again, oh, motherfuckers. My I was young. I didn't know what the fuck I said yes to, but I'm not doing that shit again. Oh, Lord. That's funny. So what projects are you most proud of and why?
1: I would say my first fashion show that we had in school. I had one for best construction. I think we had 12 designers, and Mm. I ranked in the top four. Shit. So I think that was pretty dope. Mm. And then most recent was rest in peace Nick. but I had did a project I had did um, a tribute to him through mm-hmm. a jacket that mm-hmm. I had designed um so I think those are the probably two most yeah you know would you proud mind moments.
0: if I can get some photos of that jacket to show the listeners because they got to see that shit. Uh, yeah,
1: sure. I'll definitely send some over to you. I think you have some, though, but I'll send some over you know, to I you. No,
0: I got some of my own personal <laughs> Goddamn But I'm saying some shit to show to everybody else. This shit is my uh, shit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely dope, can to get Y'all like in for videos. a treat. Y'all in for a <laughs> motherfucker treat. This shit right here, you would think she broke her fingers off on this motherfucker. I did. This shit is so detailed mm-hmm. and so pissed. I I, I, like, I've seen tributes, but baby. All I know is, y'all- It was my first time
1: ever doing a jacket like that, too. I had never did a portrait of someone just in Sarasti crystals, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I was definitely, like, worried about the shading, if his Mm -hmm. face was really going to come out, so Mm -hmm. I really didn't know, but- to that my she surprise it came, came
0: out like you had a network of manufacturers <laughs> creating every part of that motherfucker and I'm just like so you It just... took me
1: 2 months. It took wow. me 2 months. And the crazy part is the I want to say like probably during the whole time that I was making that jacket I was very emotional. Like I cried. Mm. Every time that I started working on I was like what is going on with me? Like mm. I didn't even know this man personally but right. I was so
0: moved. Yeah.
1: Like I would, I just, and and that's what inspired me to go ahead and make the jacket. Cause I mean, I could not stop thinking about it. I was like, I have to do something mm-hmm. in tribute to him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was the piece that came out. Man. You know, it was
0: therapeutic. That was my therapeutic passion piece. Girl, <laughs> for real, for real. You put your all in that one. I was like, not to say, not to downgrade any other piece, but that right there, man, that right there. I did put a lot of time, sweat, tears. That was a lot. That was a lot in that piece. Oh my God. I can't wait for you guys to see it. It's awesome sauce. Oh my goodness. Stay tuned. Indeed. Okay. So where do you see yourself in the next five years? Being happy.
1: Being at peace. Being, doing what I love doing and that's designing. So I'm definitely working on some new stuff and I'm pretty excited about it. So... Mm once I get all the legal paperwork stuff mm-hmm. done, that's when I'm going to present it. You know I what I'm saying? I
0: know we going to get a sleek premiere round, this motherfucking yeah. yeah. man, you know, we yeah. be our bizzle in this bizzle. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Snoop. <laughs> I mean, you know, you always find
1: out everything. I mean, what jeez, you know. That you the are.
0: world got to know about you and the shit that you produce because it's monumental. Yeah. Like, no cap, it's not just putting the fucking patch on it's not just moving a pocket from left to right you be doing some crazy <laughs> ass shit even if you take a piece that exists and put your spin on it it's oh, yeah. like what the fuck was that that's
1: my specialty too that like, shit like is crazy re- how I you like do it. i just be really like yeah. so
0: can i get a copy of that 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 and that please that, thank you
1: Definitely my specialty. I think I love remixing stuff. You give me something like a a base or a show of something Mm. and I can turn that into a masterpiece. Indeed.
0: Yeah, I love doing that. Any shout outs you want to maybe give out or tell us about any collaborations you may have worked on?
1: um i definitely want to give a shout out to all the hard working women out there that is doing the damn thing in entrepreneurship (laughs) uh because this thing ain't hard and especially ain't you know i'm saying any easier for us sisters out here Mm -hmm. so definitely a shout out to all women Mm
0: -hmm. especially
1: my sisters Mm -hmm. um and as far as collaborations, you'll see. I, I think y'all should stay tuned. Oh, Because you shit. never know.
0: You never know. You're going to give us a little leg and take it right back, <laughs> y'all. God damn <laughs> shit. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> I want to thank you so much again for stopping by the <gasps> Wolf Dead and sharing I, a little piece of yourself with
1: us. I appreciate you having me because this was definitely new i was definitely nervous you guys even though this is my best friend
0: i'm like Just i don't warm- want to make nobody <laughs> nervous i try to get you drunk you your micky and shit get relaxed shit
1: she did take care of me i definitely felt like a true guest on this show because everything was laid out you know what i'm saying i have my water i have my wine you know, everything, nap, everything, you know what I'm saying? If if she needed to feed me, I'm pretty sure she would have been doing that too.
0: In but I'm
1: not hungry because I already ate. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah. The, the shit. <laughs> She's very professional.
0: I try to be, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> all in all, it is a business. It is. You know, it's and, my
1: business.
0: Yeah. Y'all guys, you guys stay tuned because next week we got another episode coming out called I Remember When. I just want to take a trip back down memory lane and talk about back when the shit was bomb. You know what I'm saying? Back when you wasn't scared to go outside. Back when you fucking sit out in your backyard and not worry about the motherfucker climbing over your goddamn gate and robbing your fucking ass. You know what I'm talking about, man? We going to talk about that shit next week. Please believe it. Thanks for tuning in. Again, I'm your host, Max. I got my special guest, Ms. Tiffany Reese, the fashion designer in the building. Little piece and hair grease, baby. Wolf pussy out. Thank you for listening with us in the Wolf Den this week. Please don't forget to subscribe and vibe at wolfpussymonologues.com. Come back next week for more shits and shenanigans. Howl at you soon. It sound right, boy.